babies, it is 2022. All I can think about right now is Taylor Swift. I'm feeling 22 because I'm never going to feel 22 ever again. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that a fucking mood? My back hurts. My hangovers are fucking horrifying. I sometimes get a... My back. (laughs) Isn't the next words my pussy and my crack? Yep. Take it away, Jada. I just want to insert this real quick. Make sure you go from front to back. (laughs) Do not go back to front. (laughs) (laughs) If they go in from the back to the front, you're going to get some poppy melon type-ish. Okay? Keep it together. That applies to perineal hygiene as well as <laughs> extracurricular activities. Be careful where you're inserting it too. I, you know, I don't know why I'm feeling like compelled to say this right now, but some of y'all really like, we'll just let them insert it here and then go hit it home to home base. You know, that's, that's why you're getting the infections. Just remember that. Welcome to Booked and Boozy 2022. <laughs> Anal. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to the Booked and Boozy podcast. This is your co-host, Jada. And Brooke. Today, we are covering Zodiac Academy. For those of you who do not follow us on social media, you're probably like, what the fuck right now? Well, you should have hit that follow button a long time ago. For 2022, we are going to be covering Zodiac Academy all year long. Now, take that with a grain of fucking salt, all right? Because if our titties get snatched midway through this series, everything else is going to go. And so far, this series has been straight up addicting, and we are only on book one. Yeah, I was just about to say, my titties are already snatched. I'm a little stressy and depressy. We got to go back to Sarah J. Mass. I am very <laughs> stressy and depressy about that. We're so angry that like our wombs are bleeding at the same time right now. Also, just it, the sheer amount of Sarah J. Mass that we compiled in like the last three it's months. too much. Of the year, it was nothing but Sarah J. Mass. And I'm just like, make it stop. <laughs> <laughs> Give me off this roller coaster. And I'm not going to lie. I'm worried about that because I really like Crescent City. So I don't want you to be like, fuck Crescent City because you're like too much mass right now, you know? <laughs> too much mass. But I think, <laughs> I think I'm going to enjoy Crescent City. I think I am. The, the Zodiac Academy in the middle between all the Sarah J. Mass, it was a nice break. It was a nice brain break. I mean, I was just fucking entertained, like, in the very beginning. Even when I was like, yo, I don't know about this shit. I don't know. I was still laughing. I was still having a good time. It was only, like, the first few chapters for me where I was like, eh, I don't know. And then from there on out, I was captivated the entire time. I, like, I couldn't look away. It got me around 50%, but I feel like that's probably the average, like, right at 50 So, Brooke, what are you drinking today? I'm going a little light today because I've been having some stomach issues. What's new? (laughs) I'm feeling 22. So I am drinking Barefoot Fruit Scotto, strawberry flavor. I haven't tried it yet. I'm about to open it. I've got the whole bottle sitting right here, you know, just in case. But yeah, that's what I'm drinking. Jada, what are you drinking? I'm drinking something called the Wild Berry today. It's just where I put berries in my drink, then poured tequila and then smash 
put some gelatin in it and I've consumed it. I did something like that for one of the Sarah J. Mass episodes. It was actually really good. Hmm. I don't remember that. <laughs> but oh no, I'm... wait, I think it was Kingdom of the Curse. Because I said, what would Carrie do? And there was kind of like a, a little recipe in the book. We blocked it out from all the massive trauma. So <laughs> massive trauma. This smells amazing. Have you ever had the barefoot fruit scotto before? No. It sounds really interesting. And it is something that I picture you buying like at Target. So I had my whole bar cart stocked with them. And I drank like one for Christmas and I think another for Thanksgiving. And I was I was down to either peach, regular Moscato or strawberry. And strawberry just felt like the vibe tonight. Ooh, and peach? Peach. I love peach, but that is like, that would be Summary. like perfect in the summer. Yeah. This smells so good. Here, let me give it a little, a little swish. Want a little taste? It's so good. I wish I could taste it. Pour me some over the screen. It tastes like a gummy, like a strawberry flavored gummy. Mmm, that sounds good. So good. Is there any particular reason you're drinking this week, Jada? No, I don't think so. Hey, two weeks in a row. But have you noticed the pattern where I like, it's like, oh, I don't have anything to drink about. And I say that for like three episodes and then... The universe like smites me. It's like your hangovers. It's it's all or nothing. Why is my body and my life like that? I don't know. Probably that's why I'm drinking. It's either I feel nothing or I feel everything. Is that a Pisces thing? I don't know. I think it could be though. What about you? Why are you drinking today? Well, I think I've talked about the golden doodle quite a bit on this podcast. I think. <laughs> I don't think you have. Oh, okay. Well, let me just give you a brief synopsis of the horror stories of my next door neighbors and their golden doodle, who I might, has made me incredibly biased towards all golden doodles now. This fucking dog has been running around the neighborhood freely without a fence for like two years since I've lived here, frequently coming over and scratching our windows because he like sees our dogs inside, steals our Amazon packages. He's stolen our Uber Eats orders before, like I'm talking like whole ass pizzas, just empty box in the driveway. This has been going on, like I said, for two years. So we decided, hey, we're going to get a fence. And the guy that we talked to to build our fence just so happened to be our next door neighbor's father who owned the fencing company. And he was like, well, I'm going to build your neighbor's a fence at the same time. And we were like, great, locking up the golden doodle. Fucking finally, we spent several thousand dollars on a fence to try and keep this golden doodle away from our dogs. We were excited that their dog was just going to be like, finally not roaming the neighborhood, relentlessly terrorizing everybody and all the cars driving by and any form of box that shows up at our front door. They've just decided to fuck the fence. They keep letting him out the front door. What was the point of the fence? I don't know. So the the golden doodle is still wreaking havoc yesterday or not yesterday. Well, maybe it was yesterday or the day before. Comes over, scratches our windows again because he sees our dogs inside the house. Completely fucked up our screens on one of our windows. Like it flew off the window and into the driveway. I'm pissed. I walk outside. The owner's standing there and she was like, sorry. And I was like, can you keep your dog in the fence? (laughs) I said that. I'm just, I'm pissed at this point. And she was like, oh yeah, we can. And then I just like held up the fence, the screen and looked at her and she just turned around and walked inside. And like the screen is hanging, 
hanging from the frame. I'm just, I'm so over this golden doodle neighbor situation. It's like on one side of our house, we've got the the golden doodle. And then on the other side of the house, we've got people that try to traffic us, basically. We live in a good neighborhood. Don't get me wrong. But our neighbors are questionable. Listen, I can confirm that that golden doodle is like a bitch from hell, for sure. I saw the activity and I only stayed at her house like three times. (laughs) (laughs) She said the energy, not even inside the house. (laughs) But But outside it. (laughs) It's like, I gotta get enough of a repellent. Fuck up out of here. <laughs> Listen, this bitch does not stay for the opportunity. Okay. Opportunity don't got a chance with me in that type of shit. Okay. All right. Moving into the poll. So I asked this question for both Jada and I, but we're going to go ahead and answer the one for me first because it just popped up first. If enrolled in Zodiac Academy, which element do you see us controlling? So for me, Brooke, 41 of you guys said water, 20 of you guys said fire, 7 said earth, and 32 said air. So basically, I'm just a big enigma. Okay, what were the top two again? The top two were water and air, which I think makes the most sense. Yeah. I think I would want to control water the most, but I don't know if like my zodiac sign would like overpower it and my primary be air. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'd be one of those people who controls two different elements, like some of the people in the book. I feel like if you could only have one, though, I still feel like you would be air. I was kind of like, do I even want air? Because it it doesn't sound cool like the other ones do, you know. But then I was like, but but I could probably fly. With That's air. the one. Yeah. 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 But water's hella cool too. I was kind of surprised so many people picked fire though. I mean, I do, I guess I do come across kind of fiery sometimes, but to be like the number one that some people picked, I mean, 20 people thought yeah. that my main element would be fire. It's kind of surprising. Either that or there, that's, that was like the percentage of our audience that like gets us confused sometimes. That's true. I got to start drinking. I'm a little too sober. I feel like you can tell. I can't tell, but that is because <laughs> <laughs> I am not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Here we go. 2022 energy. I just want to let you guys know this is Jada speaking. I don't know how this part one episode is going to go. The first half of this book was extremely chaotic. The whole book is chaotic, but the first half was extremely chaotic. So my notes for this episode, especially in the first half, are extremely chaotic. Stay with me. If you can't handle it, go to part two. Oh, man. I'm feeling... You're too... (laughs) I'm feeling... Man. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Only had lunch today, so I'll probably have to get something. Maybe... (laughs) Sorry, I'm trying not to choke. You need- Here we <laughs> go again. <laughs> You're looking at me like a sober person and I fucking hate it. <laughs> I am sober, okay? <laughs> and I hate it. Pause, breathe, wriggle. I'm breaking into this rich fuck's house named Pete, wiping his blue-colored toothbrush on the rim of the toilet just for choosing such a basic ass color. I rock my ass to a silent tune as I jump out the window, sirens blazing in the background with a wad of cash in that ass. Heart and throat. 
I ran like fire up my ass. Whoa, that rhyme. That was so poetic. And I like did not even plan that. <laughs> you, it, but but you rhymed ass with ass. <laughs> <laughs> it still it's rhymed. <laughs> Catch me on that beat though. We it sounded like we were at, we were at a bean juice shop, you know? Did you watch Gro- a Groofy movie? <laughs> Are you good? <laughs> oh. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> I have not seen the Goofy movie. <laughs> okay, well, you won't even get gonna... it then, but it is good. You should watch it. Okay, I'm going to down this glass of wine. <laughs> you the cops caught up to me and someone screamed, let go of her. And they actually did. Fuckers. Except fuck all of them. Because I did that for nothing. Because I lost the money and now I'm going to starve to death in my apartment that I also owe rent on. Her twin, Tori, is like, well, my sister fucked up, so I'm going to fuck it up some more. By stealing a one-of-a-kind bike to pay our rent, because I'm just that good. And after I sold it off for less than the average price of probably a go-kart, well, I go to my local bar because I'm not a fucking bitch, and I cannot say no to a drink, even when the full moon is effect and pushy weirdos are out including this guy attempting to grab me. But instead, I did the one-two step, hopped on some dude's motorcycle, made it back to my apartment like we were Edward Cullen and Bella Swan climbing up a tree. That's how fast we were going. Hold on, spider monkey. (laughs) But holy fucking shit on a cornflake. If it wasn't the creepy dude himself already here, forcing me up to the apartment door. (laughs) Holy shit balls. Fuck, man. (laughs) And then let's just get right to it, shall we? Since your 18th birthday, you have been giving off a signature that my kind can sense from a world away. Literally. Quote. End quote. Is it a scent? If it's not, I do think we're going to get like heavy, a heavy scent thing in the series. I'm waiting for it. I do too, but I just assumed it was a sin. I don't even, I don't know if it's because we've been talking about magical farts for like so long. Like that's the only thing I can think of. (laughs) When fantasy starts mentioning smells now. They're magically farting. (laughs) These people can smell it universes away. (laughs) I mean, what a fucking insult, right? (laughs) So yeah. So he's like, listen, you're Faye get over it. And (laughs) this book, I feel like actually has a really realistic element to it because they were like, oh, like you're telling me we're going to have magical powers. We have dead parents in a full ass inheritance. Oh my God. I don't even know how I'm going to have to say goodbye to my grandmother. I mean, she's on her deathbed right now, but like, if you're forcing me to go right now, I will. Jada, this is how we're going to get kidnapped. <laughs> Listen, this some might guy... be the only thing to work. Yeah, I was going to say, some guy's going to show up and be like, Listen, you're magical. And I've got $500 million in the bank with your name on it. Come with me right now. And I'll take you to Perithian. <laughs> Jada's like, sold. Where's my stranger danger? Out the window. Gone. <laughs> 
And listen, my stranger danger is high, but this is the exact scenario where I was like, you know what? This is actually realistic because these bitches were like, well, fine. I guess fuck it. We're going to have to go. <laughs> these Gemini twins are two royal fae changelings whose parents died in their tragic accident, a.k.a. they were murdered. And now it is their destiny to take the throne, but they have to make it through Zodiac Academy first. Sign me up. <laughs> started, I wasn't sure how I felt. What do you mean? Like, it felt very, it felt very almost like the beginning of like a mafia story at the beginning. And I was like, mm. it's because of the motorcycle. It's the motorcycle. Yeah. Me and Brooke have found out that we both have a, like a uh, thing for motorcycles Nick. and books. Yeah. Nick. So that's probably what kind of like threw you off in the beginning. Not the, not the other things you could have chose like shit on a cornflake. <laughs> it was the motorcycle. <laughs> for the profuse abuse. <laughs> It's the motorcycle for me. They're like, all right, sounds rich, count us in, and magically gets dropped into this field. Like, get ready to get fever dreamy because that's what it felt like for a little bit. And they were like, listen, it went weird to mental asylum real fast, but money. It was boss. They had magical powers, a roof over their head, but there was one problem, the celestial airs. All right, round one. Let's see how close I can get it to a correct pronunciation max riggle regal i don't know i i don't know right rigel it's probably rigel <laughs> caleb altair sounds easy fuck you darius acrux oh, i didn't mean it like that i meant like you got it like that that was easy oh okay darius acrux yeah watch it be like a croy or something <laughs> darius lacroix <laughs> And Seth Capella. Yeah. Oh, and they also have names themselves, our Gemini twins, Gwendolina and Roxanya. Yeah, I kind of hate it. I hate it so much. A trickle of fuck you went down my spine as we all made eye contact and they smiled at us with all the smug satisfaction of mainstream assholes before one of them started to chomp on my neck. This took me back. This took me back for a sec. Because I was like, they literally just said that they were fae. And then like, now this bitch has a vamp on her. Like, what's going on? But I really like this. I do too. I like it I so too. much. It's different. It's different than what we're used to say being. Like, just having like an animal that they can turn into. I like how the fae can also be these other magical creatures. Yeah, it's like, like one a, of my favorite It's like a thing. hybrid. Yeah. It's like a hybrid. It's so good. It's one of my favorite things about this book. After that, it's time to choose our houses. So exciting. We have House Aqua, Terra, Air, and Ignis. Please tell me why I envisioned, like when all the guys were like, hi, I'm House Terra. Oh no. Get ready to be grounded. And, they, and then the other guy's like, I'm House Aqua. It's like a sorority. Like when you go to the sorority <laughs> house and they're like, we're so excited that you're finally here. <laughs> Once they chose their houses, Tori, House Fire, Darcy, House Air, Let's Go, Aang, and Zuko. Here's what's up. Darcy thought she was getting off easy, but she was wrong. Seth licked her and literally just said, that's just how I say hello, babes. Ew. If I, I, I had to Seth, really think for a second. If I didn't picture Seth the way that I do, I wouldn't like Seth. 
just because he's so he's so in tune with his werewolf side that it comes across like so animalistic where he's like nudging up against her with his nose and like I don't know like rubbing his cheek to her neck and then like you said licking her smelling her and I'm like I don't can't do it I can't it's weird I hate it yeah I hate it a lot. Also, like, I imagine him as almost like a California surfer. That's, yeah, I feel like that's an accurate depiction. Yeah, like, that's when he talks, that's what I'm thinking. Then she proceeded to get kicked off a ledge, like, Vala Yarl style. I was except she did the same thing. <laughs> except she didn't turn into a ping pong ball. Tori was in an episode of Shark Boy and Lava Girl. <laughs> Honestly, that's a dream. I love that show. The color, the vibes, it was an aesthetic everything about it. I also immediately like Tori. I like both of them, actually, like both the characters a lot. But I immediately liked Tori first because of her I don't give a fuck attitude. And like she looks Darius in the eyes and says, well, if you made it, it's clearly not that hard. Bitch is like, why fight fire with fire when you got water and then makes it through the entire thing. And I'm like, this bitch, the shit. I really like how Somebody in the background was like, she's cheating. And then somebody else in the background was like, well, the rules were she just had to make it through. Yeah. And she used her own magic, utilized it in a way that nobody expected. It really set the tone for her character. And I really like Tori too. Darius says, but there's one more challenge. You have to purify yourself of the life you had and walk through fire. And honestly, she had the most honest reaction I have ever seen in a fantasy book. Bitch was like, yeah, my life was shit. Let's go. I will literally walk through fire for this. And when she comes out on the other side, she is booty ass naked in front of everyone. (laughs) Basically in quotation says, embarrassment filled me, but they were all too busy staring at my titas to notice. (laughs) she was like don't cry don't cry don't cry don't cry (laughs) this despite how not okay it was because it's just not in real life but it was a killer scene when she was was. like take a good long look bad boy because you're never gonna see this piece of ass again i was like yes ma'am yes she owned it like she if it were me i would be like going to like cover my my titas and my (laughs) my coochie (laughs) and she was like no i'm gonna let them see and she like in her head she was like don't cry don't cry don't cry but she like she owned it and yeah. she she played it off really good. Bad bitch energy. Bad bitch energy. Now, a Zodiac book wouldn't be complete without a daily horoscope. And it can only be read in the voice of Gossip Girl. Good morning, Upper East Siders. I mean, Jim and I. The stars have spoken for you. Your day's gonna be a shithole. But it looks like you'll be staying for a while. Watch out for those Libras. XOXO Gossip Girl. I love it because I was singing the exact same thing. She starts off her morning with an introduction to the ass squad before finding out that her sister's news were posted all on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> block it out. <laughs> block it out. <laughs> no, honestly, I can't block it out. Like <laughs> now I like it. I'm intrigued by it. <laughs> I love it, but I hate that it's called Facebook. Facebook, yeah. <laughs> For sure. And if the vibe couldn't get any brighter, they step in and on the board in large letters is you do not have a place at Zodiac Academy. Subtle. We find out like some pretty cool stuff in his class, like how the phase have different orders to fuel their power sources. And we just talked about that. Like we really like this aspect of the book. It's probably like one of my favorite things. 
During class, she received a Facebook message from Falling Star, and it said, didn't tell you the whole story. Oreo. I keep calling him. He has a nickname in my brain. I call him Oreo. That's kind of cute. Yeah, it's kind of gross. But like when I <laughs> when I see his name Orion, I'm like Oreo. <laughs> like my brain automatically <laughs> tries to correct it. But Orion calls her out immediately and was forcing her to read the message about Mr. Teach himself. Principal Nova drops in where Orion gives her a full report that the twins are behind and she says Great idea. You can tutor one of them. He looks over to Darcy and says, Blue, you are with me. Also, every time that he calls her Blue, I literally have a heart attack inside my chest. Tori goes to pyromania class where Caleb realized he was going to have himself a little midday snack with a double C. Listen, I am a simp for Caleb, and I am honestly surprised with myself. He's the blonde I really like character. Caleb too. He is. Yeah. But he's such a, like a, like a sweet bad boy. And there's yes. something about that that is so enticing. Yes. I just, mm. and there's like, I have like a little theory at the end in part two about him, but I'm just like, mm. like, listen, when he said you have no idea how good you taste. <sighs> and Do you then have a praise king. And then claims her, yes, and then claims her as his personal source. My mouth like goes dry at that, like a hundred percent. I wasn't into this until there's a part in part two, and then it made me feral for like his claiming over her. Yes, yeah, no, I, I, I am ashamed to say I started out feral. <laughs> My brain said, toxic, already had that expectation for this entire book. Got to pick somebody. This is mine. (laughs) (laughs) He said, good girl. I say, yes, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. First, we need to preface with how I picture these characters. Because the author gave us a lovely little description. And I said, thanks, but no thanks. I can Honestly do this same. <laughs> <laughs> So Darcy, I picture as Arya from Pretty Little Liars, a.k.a. Lucy Hale. I think it's just because in Pretty Little Liars, she has the, I think she has pink streaks in her hair. The hair, yeah. Yeah, and so that's vividly how I picture her. Tori, I, they're supposed to be identical twins, but I picture Tori very Megan Fox-ish, like very like a sexy beautiful aria is like a very classic beautiful or darcy is like a very classic beautiful tori is like a sexy beautiful now here's where it gets a little questionable (laughs) and i'm not sure many of you are gonna follow me here but i'm gonna take you through it okay i did not mean to go down this road it just happened okay so darius i pictured as jungkook from bts i also picture him (laughs) this way too yeah do you really? No, for real. Oh. Yeah. I mean, Darius is not my typical type, but once I pictured him as Jungkook, it was over. This man is mine. He snatched. See, and that's how I originally pictured him, so I had no problems. I love that your brain did that. It was the only one, though. I didn't take it as far as you. Oh, yeah, well, let's keep going. But I agree with number five, faux show. <laughs> number five fit the most perfect. 
but we'll get there in a second. Number four is Seth, and I pictured him as Taehyung. And I, I have some pictures for this, and I'll probably post it on our Instagram story because it's just, it's, it all fits so well. Like not only the physical descriptions, but also their personalities. My brain just could not help but make this a BTS fan fiction. Like this might have been, it could have been made as a BTS fan fiction. We never know. It sounds like it to me. It, it kind of does. They said, it let's fit does. BTS and Harry Potter all in one. Let's go. And We're the going vampire to Hogwarts. Yeah. And the Vampire Diaries. Um, number five, Caleb. This is the one Jay agrees with me on is Jimin. Easily. 100% Easy. Jimin. Like Jungkook and Jimin fit their these characters so perfectly well that I was screaming. Okay, next, Max. And he's Namjoon in my brain because Namjoon is known to have the mohawk. So that's just where it came from. My brain said mohawk, Namjoon. Next, Orion Yoongi. Now, this might be questionable. You may say, Brooke, where is Yoongi in this character? I will raise you the, the Vogue pictures that just came out like a month ago. Trust me on this one. Easily Orion. Uh, I'm vetoing Orion. I'm vetoing. I don't know. That's how I picture him. <laughs> <laughs> we have two BTS members left. Hobie automatically got put into Diego's persona. I can kind of see the resemblance. It's loose. And I'm still waiting on a Jin character. I think he may be coming. I don't know. I'm manifesting it. We need a Jin character for this to really hone in the BTS fan fiction theory that we've got going on here. I'm sure there will be someone. Um, last, Sophia. I, th- <laughs> I think she was actually the only one that I actually pictured as she was described she was supposed to have like a cute short blonde dude with like freckles yeah kind of like pale skin I I pictured her very like pixie pixie like yeah I did too (laughs) and then I wrote here I'm so sorry this turned into a BTS fan fiction but honestly I think it really maximized my enjoyment levels (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we start Tori's chapter in the orb, which is their cafeteria, and they start talking about how good the fairy food is. I wrote this when I was very hungry, so I have a couple bullet points here just talking about food. (laughs) We're going to skip that. Um, They take their Sammies to go and see some unicorns. This scene was so magical until it wasn't. (laughs) 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 This is when we learn that Faye can shift into the other animals. So not only do they have the magical creature side where they can also be like vampires and werewolves, they can also be Pegasus and unicorns and those sorts of things. My question is, do they actually have animals in this world or are they the animals? I don't (laughs) know. I think they're the animals. (laughs) Because then that leads me to wonder about the sandwich they're eating. (laughs) Yikes. (laughs) Basically, the unicorn comes up and starts rubbing its head on their boobs. And they're like, oh, my gosh, it's so sweet. It's nestling in her chest, blah, blah, blah. And then it shifts into some dude. And I was like, what the fuck? Where is this book going? Sophia shifts and we find out that her order is a pink Pegasus. And then she takes them on a tour. Sophia is going to be one of our info dump characters, but I really wasn't mad about how this was done. She's such a sweet character. 
While in terms of power, she's weak, but she's actually pretty knowledgeable. It doesn't feel like she's, she's info dumping, even though I can recognize that this is how the author is trying to give us information. Yeah, the character was sold very well, like in the introduction description to make it work, yeah. Then Caleb marks Tori as his personal source. I think you went over this, <laughs> but I'm covering it again because it was just too good. Darcy goes to her meeting with Orion when she runs into the boys who coat her in mud. And then she waddles to his office looking like, quote, shit on a cornflake. <laughs> <laughs> Orion uses his magic to clean the mud off of her and then they start the meeting. He feeds off of her and then reads her palm, telling her that her strongest element is air, then water, then earth, then fire. Orion is another one of those teaspoon characters but I, but he has some kind of hidden agenda I can't put my finger on. Oh, he definitely has a hidden agenda for sure. Oh, and then more incest. <laughs> yeah. When I saw that, I was like, <laughs> fucking A, man. <laughs> can't escape. I love how this book tries to justify it too. It's like, oh, let me, let me just try and sell this to you so it's okay. <laughs> By saying like, oh, well, it just makes stronger airs. Like, oh. Okay, that's not enough to make me want to pull an Aelin Galathinius, but do you, I guess. Ugh. Fortunately, her parents weren't related, but goddamn, if we can't escape this trope, Jada will be <laughs> writing another PowerPoint for you guys about why she's angry. <laughs> angry, not angry. Ang- angry. I'm angry. <laughs> <laughs> He tells her that her parents were murdered and then something about nymphs. And then we find out he's a Libra. So this kind of corresponds with her horoscope that she received. I don't know how to feel about this one yet, about Orion being a Libra. I didn't know how I felt about it either, but I think it's accurate. I think maybe we'll see some more as the books go on. We have a very surface level introduction to all of these characters and I think we're gonna kind of work through because each book is like based off a different zodiac sign like this one was Gemini I think the next one's Taurus yeah Ooh, that means it's Caleb (gasps) is it Taurus or Aries that's next I don't know uh before she leaves the meeting he tells her that they need to start working on their mental shields like sometimes he's helpful and sometimes he's just really fucking not and Sometimes I wonder if he's like an Atlas character. Like he gives me Atlas vibes from the Atlas Six. Yes. 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 100%. Tori wakes up to a horoscope that says, today you will find yourself on a collision course with a Sagittarius. I actually liked the little touch of the horoscope. And once you get past the name Faybook, I actually really enjoyed that part too. It really adds to the drama. For sure. Speaking of favorite, Tori opens the app and sees her bare ass. Some kid posted for the whole school to see. Jada, did you ever have Yik Yak in college? What? It was an app. It was called Yik Yak. No, I went to community college for four years. (laughs) (laughs) So it was kind of like a Gossip Girl app and it got taken down because people started using it for bullying. But before that, it was a really interesting platform for people to like post like I don't know for instance like just saw a guy dressed as Spider-Man in the courtyard or something like that yeah like you could you it was anonymous so nobody knew 
who posted what, and you could post anything about people on campus or what was going on on campus. So you could see how it would turn into a negative thing. Yeah. But anyways, this this whole thing reminded me of Yik Yak. So obviously pissed off, Tori goes downstairs and kicks Milton's ass for posting that picture. She basically waterboarded him before wrapping him up in vines and deleting the picture off his phone. I love this part. It was amazing. I loved it so much. Once that's done, she walks past Darius, who says he has the picture pictures on his phone too. And she says, keep them. If you're that desperate for material to jerk off to, then be my guest. Yeah. Marguerite, who's like his low-key kind of girlfriend, I think she's more of just like a slice off to the side that he oh, kind for of uses, sure. but she's, sure. she's really into him. Like, he's just not that into you, girl. Yeah. <laughs> it's that kind of situation. I do anyway, feel bad she for says, her. Eh. <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> I mean, like, I would if she wasn't such a bitch. Well, shit. I mean, I would probably have the same fucking reaction. Well... I would probably. Well, it's not go just harder, this. I think but... she like posted something on Facebook like a couple chapters back too that made me like automatically just have no sympathy for her. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was after I think though that there was the Nike incident, so she probably caught a vibe. I yeah. Don't know. I give her a pass. I don't know. The jury's still out for me. Anyways, this bitch replies as if he'd be turned on by you. And Tori says, don't worry, Marguerite. It's not your fault that he needs them to get his motor going. I'm sure your Harry Bush does it for him once you start bouncing on his lap. I love how much this book emphasizes this girl's bush. (laughs) (laughs) Like, why was it necessary? But also, I love that it was included. It is like... know it's like one of those weird things that is just like wildly entertaining like they're really going there (laughs) the pissing contest goes back and forth and basically tori is like you can't have any girl you want because you can't have me (laughs) (laughs) and leaves it was a little elementary. It was. It felt a little middle schooly, but at the but same, it was I'm so still feisty. living for the drama. It was, it was so feisty. feisty, and I'm living for the drama. She goes to the orb for breakfast, and we get formally introduced to that ass girl, Geraldine Gruss, who I picture a lot like Lavender Brown from Harry Potter. Anyways, after breakfast, we also meet Professor Purvy, aka Professor Washer who made them feel comfortable as they vented to him about how awful Zodiac Academy had been for them so far, and then realized he was a siren who basically drained their emotions to give himself power. I hated that, yeah. Yeah, I hate to say it, but I really hate the mermaids. Yeah. And I'm really usually pretty excited for mermaids. They're like one of my favorite mythical creatures, but like the way that they're portrayed in this book, I hate them. Like they're probably my least favorite. Yeah. So they go in this cave for water training or whatever. And I imagine this cave like so pretty in my mind, but nothing really happens in this chapter. So we're moving on. Most of these chapters are just these bitches waking up and reading their horoscope. (laughs) So here we go. Be wary of those around you. Even the friendliest dogs can bite. And this is for Darcy. Like I said, love the horoscopes, but I forget them two seconds later. (laughs) They were probably relevant to the chapter, but my mind blanked after I read it. Sometimes they really weren't. I'm just going to put that out there. 
I, I I wish I could comment, but I just really, <laughs> I, I enjoyed them in the moment and was like, okay, moving on, going to forget everything I just read. Um, she turned on the news and a body had been found by a Zodiac Academy student and the suspected murderer was a nymph. Diogo spills the tea on the nymphs and basically they are another race that drain the power from the Fae and absorb it as their own via probes. <laughs> like aliens? I don't know. Like, ew, I I I can't. It, we got to move on. Block it out. <laughs> and, so, and Sophia offers to teach them how to shield themselves after someone tries to coerce them to make out with each other. That's gross. Yeah. Then they go to tarot class. And I thought this was so cool. No, I, I, love I, I liked it too. I love this chapter so much. And I love that this is kind of the direction that we're going in for like the quote classes that they're going to be going to in these books. Professor Astrom teaches the tarot class and he gives me major Dumbledore vibes. Like that's exactly how I pictured him. Mm-hmm. They practice tarot on each other and they both keep pulling the high priestess, meaning someone was being dishonest with him. Also something I missed the first time around, Diego pulled the death card. And I wonder if that's going to come into play in the next books. I was thinking like Sophia or Diego, one of them has to die. Honestly, either one. It might be both, but either one of them, one of them, is going to be a goner for sure. I have a theory on this and it'll be coming in part two. So stick around. Oh, I can't wait to tell you. Okay. Finally, Tori and Darcy go with Seth and his pack to find out if they are of the werewolf order. They ride on the backs of Seth and his friends and try to howl to the moon next to a moonlit pond. Seth says, you're not wolves. So you don't run with my pack. And they fucking leave them in the woods at night. All right, Jada, how drunk are you? I'm a good six right now. Really? In the beginning, I climbed real high. I was like eight. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was really worried. How drunk are you right now? I get two. Oh, my fucking God. Yeah, this this wine is not strong at all. I'm going to drink more. I've had like 25% of it. I need to keep drinking. Sad. Fuck, Mary kill. All right. We are excited for this because we haven't been able to do this in like a long ass time. I know. So let's make it count. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, Mary kill. Orion, Darius, Caleb. Those were the exact ones I was going to do for you. Okay. Well, you go first. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm going to fuck Darius. I think I'm going to rescind that later. I think I, I think I'm gonna like Darius in the the upcoming books. I think he's gonna become a good character, but that's yeah. just me speculating. No, I agree. But at least for book one, I'm gonna fuck him. I'm gonna marry Caleb because I can't I can't resist. I love him so much. I'm and I'm obsessed. so sorry. I'm so sorry, but I'm gonna kill Orion. What about I you? concur? Same thing. Yes, yeah, same thing. I would marry Caleb, fuck Darius, and I'm sorry, but Orion. You've got to go for right now. There is a soft spot, though, in my heart for Orion. Mm -hmm. But I I really want him and Darcy together. So it's easy to kill him off. I want Caleb for myself. I almost, I don't know. I kind of feel like, I kind of feel like Darcy's going to end up with Orion and Tori's going to end up with Darius. And like, I agree. I think the author is trying to lead us down a path where, 
they're kind of with the wrong person at the moment. Like Darcy kind of ended up with Seth and Tori kind of ended up with Caleb. And while we kind of like that ship until it goes south, but also at the same time, I really like the Orion, the Orion Darius thing is just so blatantly obvious. Like, is that, I see it too. Is that the end game? Are they trying to trip us up? Maybe yeah, I don't know. It's like some reverse psychology. There was an Uno reverse, like putting <laughs> here, put in this book, trying to steer us wrong. But I, I am with you. I think it's Orion and Darius. All right, Jada, what are you currently reading and watching? Honestly, I don't really have much of an update for current read and watch. I'm still watching The Great and The Witcher. Almost done with both of season two of those shows. I finished A Winter's Promise last night. There was like a small mm-hmm. chunk that I left and I'm itching to read the next one. So I'm probably going to read the next uh, book in A Winter's Promise. So it was good. Yeah. Again, it is one of those books where you have to have almost like the taste for it. It's not going to serve everyone. And some people might think it's boring, but I was like completely encapsulated by the world building and like the potential for the slow burn romance that, you know, it has my attention. I see why it's almost like a cult favorite. Oh, um, I am currently watching Gilmore Girls and Sailor Moon still. And then I have added in Too Hot to Handle season two. (laughs) (laughs) I I am trying to get back into this mindset of working out, getting back in shape and just seeing hot people in bikinis, just living their best life. (laughs) motivates me (laughs) usually it's love island but it's not it's not seasonally time for love island there's not a new season out so um too hot to handle it is for now and have you ever seen too hot to handle no i haven't do you know what it's about nope oh it's actually a really interesting spin on um like reality dating shows um it's where they get these really horny hot people together on an island and then they tell them that they can't have sex they can't kiss they can't they can touch each other but they can't like kiss and or do anything sexual and when somebody does do something sexual it deducts a certain amount of money off the grand prize that they all split at the end so it creates like not only the sexual tension that builds throughout the show but it also creates drama because obviously people end up breaking the rules and losing the money and then so everybody gets mad at each other because they all share the pot at the end it's really interesting it's really fun honestly i kind of want to watch it now (laughs) do it it's so fun (laughs) currently reading uh i i did not start anything since i finished zodiac academy a couple days ago I'm trying to decide if I want to go ahead and jump into Crescent City or if I want to start Vampire Academy or if I want to start Evermore Academy. So many Academy books on the radar right now. I think what I'm going to do is since uh, Zodiac Academy was like a nice little break between Sarah J. Mass books, I'm going to go ahead and read Crescent City. And then once I finish Crescent City, I'm going to throw in Evermore Academy to space out between Crescent City 1 and Crescent City 2. And kind of have like another break in between all the Sarah J. Mass. <laughs> and then we'll have a massive break after that for like two years. Oh, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like until she releases another book. Like we yeah. will have read everything that she has out. 
Yep. Which is weird to think about. If you want to find us on Instagram, we are at Booked and Boozy Podcast. We post all of our updates and all of our polls there. So make sure you reach out to us there. We are Booked and Boozy Pod on TikTok. We are Booked and Boozy on Twitter and Patreon. And Patreon is how you gain access to our exclusive Discord server. And finally, you can always email us at bookedandboozy at gmail.com. Bye, bitch. Bye, bitch. Happy New Year. Happy. I almost started saying happy birthday. It's happy New Year. (laughs) Happy New Year to you. (laughs) 